Hello and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. I'm here, I'm Natalie. Tolls is here with her coconut custard cream. Shan, how are you? Medea. Tolls, how are you? How's the custard cream? I'm good, thank you. It's quite nice. It's, it's tantalising. Tantalising. <laughs> I've never heard of coconut. So is the, is the cream flavoured with coconut? Yeah, yeah and the funniest thing nice. is, I've got a big packet here. So some of them are orange cream, custard cream, coconut cream, lemon Ooh, cream. Uh, and I couldn't tell the difference. I thought I'd had the cus- the coconut cream already. It kind of tastes like a custard cream, not going to lie. That's one biscuit mm. that I can't... I don't understand in this life, but you know what? Everyone's free to do what they're doing. When you... I don't get it. Listen, get it. At, 42, at 42 pence a packet, when these children, when they eat four or five biscuits at a time, get it. Yes, <laughs> yes mummy. Well, I'm, I'm not at that stage of the life journey yet. I'll come back to you when my children are scoffing biscuits. <laughs> get them from little man, multi-pack, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. You know what? Like, in a weird way, I have a weird brand loyalty to Aldi. I don't Aldi know, or little, it's the same little. No, but I just can't. Now. I'm like I'm I'm really, I'm loyal to Little more so than Aldi. Yeah, see, I can't. It's like Tess. Do you remember Tesco's and Sainsbury's? That used to have our yeah. I'm in a chokehold. Sainsbury's Tesco's is dead Aldi. now. Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's all about Aldi, but I just can't go to Little because I'm loyal to Aldi. Anyway, mm, we digress. I know myself and I know my preferences, and that leads us into today's episode about knowing yourself. It's called Know Thyself. Yes. So we're going to be talking about knowing yourself and how that manifests in your day-to-day life and how that shows up, helps you show up in the workplace in a certain way. Um, I want to take it back to the old school. So I actually have a quote, because you know me, I love a quote. It's not from a black woman, though, I flopped. It's from Immanuel Kant, the um, philosopher, scientist, whatever he was, in 1797, he wrote that to know thyself should be understood as an ethical commandment to know one's heart and to understand the motives behind one action in order to harmonise one's will with one's duty. What do you think about that? I thought that was really good. I'm not going to lie, after the first couple of words, it went over. Yeah, I still don't know if I'll get it, but... Don't worry, don't do not do self-limitation. You don't know, you might. <laughs> it's, the, it's the harmony for me, the harmonising. Yeah, so to know oneself should be understood. So if I tell you know thyself, what I'm saying to you is this is an ethical commandment so that you should know your own heart, understand the motives behind your actions so that you can harmonise those motives and the desires of your heart was it to harmonize one's your duties with one's duty? So understanding it's not as easy as that, though. Yeah, go and explain. Can, can I just say though, before go you on. go and shine on a very serious note, like more times I've heard "know yourself" like in a fighting context with people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the South. Give me each other's skinny That's the South. That's not the vein we're going down here. It's hashtag South London. Stand so up. That's, that's my background context. Sunday's West London attitude. I've seen someone get licked down and the girl was saying, know yourself, know yourself. <laughs> Again, also a parenting phrase to tell Alex, know yourself, yeah? <laughs> I'm not one of your little friends, yeah? That's basically what you're saying. 
But um, it's not about knowing your position in life. It's about knowing yourself intimately to think about why you want to do the things you do and to harmonise why you do what you do with what you see and as your duty or what you feel is right. Would you agree with that, Sean? You're the sociologist. So I maybe feel, I feel know. like you're already dragging us by our edges because no, you know that at least you and I are keen advocates for therapy. And to oh, say, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. you know, to know yourself is an ethical, moral duty. Do you know how long it takes you to get to a place where you have to sort of, where you have to understand that part of growing up is being willing to unlearn and relearn, like to question, is this actually me or am I my mother speaking? Am I happy with being my mother speaking? Or am I trying to redo up the thing? Look at Tolly's face. Because because you said you and Natalie are advocates for therapy. What are you saying about me? You do go to therapy. You do. You do. Sorry, Tolls. You're not an unadvocate. You're not an anti-therapy. I just I just wanted for that to be clear. I like cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, very practical therapy. All this airy fairy. How was your day? My day was shit. What now? (laughs) (laughs) That's person centered therapy. And a lot of people become frustrated with person centered therapy because they feel like they just get on the phone and vent and they don't have any tools in order to become better. Where oh, is I do believe it works. I haven't done it myself personally, but I, I do, even as much as I was laughing just now. I don't know about the person centred because I feel like you could be paying money just to chat and you could have chatted to your friend. It's not like they go any deep understanding uh, of why you feel the I way do. you feel childhood and like learn behaviours and stuff like that. But anyway, this is not a amateur therapy session or therapy breakdown because we're not qualified. We're just going off our own lived experience now. Now we have done with that comment. Um, why do you, Shan, why do you think you need to know who you are? Why do you think that's important? Do you know what? It's about peace. It's about peace and not letting other people disturb your peace, whether that's at work or at home or in your more personal relationships. Like, when you when you just know yourself, you understand how I, how you respond to people, your triggers, your alignments, what you need to let go of. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think that's really really important because for me, I find that when I it not even just knew myself, but when I accepted myself, I probably had a lot more peace and a lot more calm. But I would say I also had um, a lot more confidence. Coles, what do you think about that? Do you feel like, I feel like you have a strong idea of who you are and you're pretty confident. What do you think? Um, I think now more so, but do you know what? It came around the hard way because I don't think I did used to know myself and therefore Um, I was a bit of a people pleaser and then when you're a people pleaser ultimately you end up feeling empty kind of resentful and a bit bitter because ultimately a lot of people take advantage of people pleasers or don't reciprocate the over extension and effort that people pleasers do because they're worried about people pleasing Um, I think I've learned through life experiences um, it's really important to yourself 
what you stand for, because then you can also set the appropriate boundaries of people. And what setting the appropriate boundaries does is it enables your interpersonal relationships to be genuine, authentic and fulfilling as well. And doesn't leave much room for like dissatisfaction and misunderstanding. Um, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I think that's it. And I think that's um because I feel like it's good to mention like not necessarily the exact ages that we are because people need to mind their business, but it, it, I think it's important to mention that we are like in our mid-30s. So we've all been professionally working for a minimum of of 10 years. So it might be easier for us now to reflect on that process, but do you feel like you know yourself and like what was that process of like self-discovery? Like I know obviously Chan mentioned therapy, but for you, Tolls, like, do you feel like you know yourself? And if you do feel like you know yourself now, how did you how did you go about that process or how did that process come to fruition? Because it might not have been like intentional or explicit. Mm, I think it's a constantly evolving process because what I've realized recently is the person that I used to know maybe five to eight years ago is not the person that I know now. So I don't see it as um, a, a, a state that remains stagnant or in the same place. It's a continual evolving journey. And I think the main ways in which I come to know myself is I kind of self-reflect on, okay, um, do I feel like I'm representing myself well? Do I feel like I'm communicating in the way that I want to communicate and that's irrespective of whether the people that I'm communicating with um are receptive to it or not receptive to it but as long as I personally feel that I'm representing myself and conducting myself in a way that I would want to in a way that I feel is healthy and is communicating appropriately with other people I feel me to know myself and I think also just like life experiences can also help you to know yourself. Um, I find traveling has helped me like to know myself in a sense of what I really appreciate in life. Um, yeah, just all sorts of different. Yeah, yeah go on. Solo travel or when you were found that you were learning about yourself, was that group travel or was that solo travel? Solo travel, girl. It was solo yeah. travel. Yeah. And I think because I've done that more so than group travel, and honestly, just like meeting so many people from across the world, just listening to their stories and it's taught me so much. I mean, I've had crazy experiences anyway in the UK where people just give me their life stories. I'm like, what possessed you to tell me? I'm like, maybe I've got that kind of face that's just open to those kind of things. But um, yeah, going abroad and seeing how other people live and what's important to them in their life also helps me stay grounded here because, you know, I always say we live in a capital consumerism easy to lose yourself in the pursuit of wealth riches um being known and all those things but actually i've realized that's not important to me i've said it before greatest currency in life you can ever build as far as i'm concerned is the relationships you have with Amen. other people mm. shan your time do you know what i feel like i was fortunate enough to learn through really unfortunate circumstances early I had a major fallout with my school friends in year 10. And I was like part of the the popular girl gang, right? And surprised. Um, every Chantel's popular. <laughs> and um something went down in the group. Obviously, I'm not gonna go through the details of that story now, but 
I totally was like, nah, this can't run. I'm not going to be part of this, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, literally, just shut your mouth, man. Just keep it moving, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no. And like, to like imagine like to be or take yourself back to being 15 and you're part of that group at school that everybody sort of knows and then being completely chastised and and what's the word what's the word ostracized like removed from that group luckily I was a bit of a social butterfly and I'd been to a number of primary schools so it was people that I managed to move with and obviously like my best friends are still from school but um yeah so that was a really early lesson for me at 15 that like I know myself and I'm not gonna go with the crowd or go with the flow even if it means compromising my happiness at that point in my life my social status um and so my journey of like self I think started then um Mm. and as Tolly says like it just evolves over time I think I think and I say it's not the same example, but what is the same about those two stories, myself and Tolly's, is that it's those moments of solitude, those mm. moments on your own, um, being on your own, whether it's traveling, whether it's because you're grieving or you've gone through a breakup or whatever, that you really have to start to question, like, who am I in this space with me alone before I move on? Now, thank you guys for sharing, being so open and honest. Um, so I want to bring it back to work because it's a black woman working podcast. Why do you think it's important for you to go through this knowing yourself process at work? So mm. necessarily that it's a separate, that you do a whole separate work evaluation, but in your personal life, you now know who you are, you understand yourself. Why do you think it's important and necessary for you to go through this, go through this process to progress in your career, to progress in your place of work? Like, do you see, I see a correlation, which I'll explain after you guys speak, but do you see any correlation in how things have improved once you've known yourself a lot better? So I think from a profession from a professional standpoint, especially being a black teacher, and we spoke about this on the educa- um the interest uh, industry inside this educators episode. Like black teachers have a tendency to be pigeonholed into pastoral roles. Oh, you're the ones that are good with parents, you're the ones that are good with the kids, blah, blah, blah. So, like literally microing down to my profession over the last decade, it's been really important to know myself so that people are not dictating my journey for me, so that I'm aware of the skill set and where I want to be. And equally, like for me, that has also amounted to career progression and knowing what I can handle. And I've said this on the pod before, you know, people both at home personally, my friends and professionally at work saying, you should be an assistant head by now. You should be a deputy head by now. And I'm like, bruh, do you know how big the role of motherhood is for me? Like how much it's consuming me, the parts I like, the parts I don't like. And had I had I done what people had thought I should be doing as opposed to listening to myself and and going slow and going sideways in my career I may have bit enough more that I could chew and become even more burnout than the times when I've experienced burnout or not been the mother or the partner or the friend or sister or daughter that I've wanted to be so for me knowing myself and you know I say this all the time 
it's been about appreciating work within my ecosystem, not just powering through like a worker, being Chantel, being a whole person. Tolls? Now, you know for what, that I do not remember what you asked. <laughs> So Knowing yourself out. Well, listen, so this thing here. No, Every time she doesn't know, she has to give me a pound. No, it's just the way my brain processes things. It's just like it sticks for a moment and then it's gone. Anyway. Knowing yourself at work. Why is it important in the work world? Charles? Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's a good one. I feel that's quite relevant to me, actually. So I think that when you know yourself in the workplace, um, what it can do for you is it can open up doors of opportunities for you that you're opening yourself by being vocal about what you want or what direction you want to go in in your career. And it can also open doors in the form of people being mindful of you when certain opportunities come along. Um, And in the present state or present season that I am in with work, I feel like knowing myself has meant that I've been able to push for changes in the way that I'm line managed so that I can get into um, a team or a structure which is going to enable me to pursue my long-term career goals. And that's something that's taken quite a long time, unfortunately. But being persistent with that and knowing and speaking to people about it, being vocal as well, has helped me ultimately end up in the right direction. And I also think that knowing yourself also means that you institute the appropriate boundaries because there's always going to be times in work where people just try to put shift a little bit of work on you that really you shouldn't be dealing with. But when you have that confidence in yourself, you can be like, actually, no, this is my workload. You putting this onto me is going to cause X, Y, Z. I think we need to address this, have a wider discussion. And I see all the time certain people are not empowered to do that. And it allows them to become stressed and burnt out. Again, it might be something that comes with age, us being in our mid-30s and so. So we've been through a couple of rodeos of this. Um, But the quicker you learn to do it, I feel like the quicker you'll progress in your career and get to where you want to get to. So I think those are the key ways. Knowing yourself in the workplace can be beneficial. No, I agree. So I think we've kind of spoken about knowing yourself from the perspective of now that we're more seasoned that and we've learned more about ourselves as we've gone through a maturing process, it had life experiences, that in our current roles, it can um, make things a bit easier for us. But how does that continuous like checking process with yourself like how does that manifest itself and even going back more to the quote in terms about will and duty being harmonized how do you feel like knowledge of self and um being clear about what's important to you impacts the work that you do so whether that's work that you do specifically to get paid nine to five or things that you do just outside of that so for me personally um I feel like when I was younger I had more of a passion about representation. And I think it came from a place of not that I can't be what I can't see. It's just that I just, I just don't want to jam alone, if that makes sense. So one of the key things that I focused a lot of my attention on was like diversity initiatives because I just wanted some black mates at work. That's I'm just going to be honest. That's what I wanted. I wanted black friends in the club, on in the cafeteria at lunchtime. Um, that's what I wanted. So that's what I worked towards. And I think that... Now I've become older and a bit more confident in myself. I don't, not that I'm not anti-black women in the workplace, of course not, but I don't feel like I need to take that on. I think I'm more interested in 
doing different things and I'm more interested in pursuing different hobbies and interests and doing work, different types of work outside of my nine to five because my personality, I feel like parts of my personality have changed, parts of how I feel about myself change. I've become more comfortable with being alone and spending time by myself. Then I don't necessarily feel like I can't prosper in a workplace if there aren't people there that look like me in a way that I would have felt before. Does that make sense? I'm yeah, saying, it does. Equivalent changes. That's that's just an example. Obviously, I still do the podcast. I love the podcast to death. So it's not like, oh, now now I'm okay to like burn candles and chill by myself. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, I've noticed that change in me um, mm-hmm. and like me taking a step back from doing lots of like corporate diversity work because I don't feel like it serves me and I don't really feel I feel like I can I can be confident in my profession I want to be around black women but it's not the end of the world if I'm not because I I'm confident in who I am in a way that maybe I wasn't when I was younger so I don't know if any other people Mm -hmm. I'd like because I know Sham for example you've had a big career change that is probably based on some type of internal is it or is it just you wanted money yeah no no, it really is. So, like, I think you know, there's there's obviously the 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 major narrative around purpose driven work and knowing yourself in terms of just literally like your heart's calling. Like, what is it that you're drawn to do? Then there's the what do you like to do slash what are you good at? Um, and. I thought, do you know what I mentioned? I think I've mentioned again. I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, but like two, two, three years ago, when I was going through intense therapy, and um, my therapist sort of shouted out to me, "So the place where you've experienced the most trauma is where you decided to spend your life's work." I.e., I just referenced it like I had a really bad time at the end of my school journey. And I sort of did a, did a, you know, if not, if not you, then who, like thinking about being the adult for young people who I've had in my life. Like I, a lot of my success I attribute to the support I've had from my mum, my godmother, my nan. What about the young people that don't have that? What about the young people that don't have that? Um, but but I, I realised like literally just a couple of weeks ago, how coincidental that after that um insight from my therapist then I took the leap and saying I'm leaving teaching and I always knew from entering the profession that I didn't necessarily want to be a teacher forever I didn't originally qualify as a teacher I did that five years post-graduation but I found it really just a moment of interest I was like rah as you realise that maybe your job is a trauma bond, it's you, you stepped away. That's an extreme trauma bond. Can you imagine? That's pretty yeah, like my whole profession. But it's not unusual. Like I work with young people who are in care, and a lot of them want to be support workers, key workers, foster carers, because they lean into perhaps something that they've lacked or something that they want to give back in terms of what they've received. So I don't think it's unusual for people to lean into careers based on their life experience. But that part of working on me, because I never went into therapy to talk about work, but the fact that that part was highlighted. And then incidentally... I went to therapy to get over my ex and she was like, no, 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 you got other problems, babes. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what Janet said. Janet was like, no, 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 honey. You got some bigger fish to fry. That man is not the problem. So yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah, you know, you're just in there. You're like, I didn't even know. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. And then you end up just reeling off and you come out with a whole nother thing to learn about yourself. So I don't know if it was, it de- it definitely wasn't conscious, but that coincidence for me in working on me in one way and then it filtering through to, okay, work's going to look different. Yeah. But Tolls, what about you? Because you are more of like a job butterfly. Like you have not had like a strict... <laughs> But I think that's a good thing. Do you know how much I admire that? I wish I could have more of that. Mm. I've always just said from age 19, I'm going to be a lawyer. And that's all I've been doing. I wish Mm. I could have more. I did a few things like community organizing and stuff like that. But then I was like, I'm just doing this as a pastime to become a lawyer. I wish I actually admire people like you who like, I'm going to try a little bit of this. It's like when they go and they do the tasting menu instead of just getting a main course. Does that make sense? The funniest thing is it's not intentional and I actually like really respect and like the fact that people such as yourself and Shan like knew from early what it was that you wanted to pursue and kind of went after it because me flitting about from place to place is just like survival. <laughs> but you still, <laughs> but you still get good jobs though. It's not like you're doing Higgy Hagger. Yeah, I've learned from it and it's definitely been valuable and in terms of just having a broad skill set. But um, yeah, it's... So my journey has been different to you guys because, boy, I never know myself, innit? I didn't know myself. I was just trying to find myself everywhere. I've just been like, mm, nah, I don't like that. Nah, I don't like that either. Nah, I don't like this either. Oh, I don't like this. And so I always say it on the pod. I think I've been saying it for, like, literally only the last 12 months. <laughs> now I have found my lane, but actually I'm changing it again a little bit. So <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, but I think... Yeah, go on. I think, like, even the fact that you choose to move is so powerful in knowing yourself. Do you know how many of our elders are in a lane Mm -hmm. that they are just so miserable in, moaning in? And rather than taking the time to just be like, this actually isn't for me. And Mm -hmm. what's Mm -hmm. even more painful is, like, listening to our elders. And when they know, when they actually know what they want out of work, but they're so scared or they're like, I'm too old or I'm not educated enough. Or I, and they don't actually take the action. So it's one thing to know yourself, but to actually live and walk Absolutely. in your truth but is, you know a, is the is, next yeah. thing. They grew up in a different generation, so they're surrounded by people who never really took that leap. And so I feel like sometimes they watch us and they're like, rah, all of us are mad. Like, why are we doing that? I feel like, like you, some of the reasons why I am who I am today and I know the way I am, I am. I know myself today is through a lot of negative experiences and experiences where like literally I I, I was either going to toe the line and become and be who somebody else wanted me to be or I was just going to back and say no actually I'm just going to jump off the cliff if there's a parachute there that's great if there's not it's whatever I splatter on the floor I don't care do you know what I mean so <laughs> I feel like <laughs> 
bruh, I feel like I took that leap at one point in my life. This would be like my late teens, and then I haven't, haven't looked back since because I'm just like, whatever I do, yeah, God's just gonna carry me. Like, even if I end up in misery for a little bit, it's not the end of the road. Like, mm-hmm. I'll get no done. But I'll get up again. So do you know what I mean? So that's just my guiding principle for life. That song. Oh, was that your song? I was that your time. song today? This is not the first no, time she sang it on the I, podcast. This is that's her jam. It's not the first no, time. She it's sang, true. That's not the first time she sang that song on the podcast. No, it's that song and I of the tiger. Honestly, motivational songs for life. Like that that can raise. Let me, me up. add it on the Spotify. Put I mean? it on exactly. the Spotify list. Um, That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I, I, I love it. I just think it's interesting that we've all like been able to show like how we've grown and how things have changed. I also think knowing myself means that at work you, you people can't come and stress me because I, you, you have urgent. I know what urgent means. That's it. So whine about your business with your urgent, your dirty jankro. It's not urgent. It's like it's like creating a safe garden around yeah. yourself almost and being able to manage the access. Like who comes in, who leaves. You don't have the right ticket, so you're not coming in here. You do have the ticket. You come in. If you move mad, you're getting kicked out. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> this sounds just more, more than work, but also about dating. I can't lie to you because that's more. <laughs> it's not though. I like but I suppose it could apply. <laughs> allergy, but. You know, also like on the podcast, we're always looking out for the young, younger ones coming up. Like, obviously, we're still learning about ourselves. We're still figuring ourselves out. I don't think you get to a point where you know yourself one hundred and ten percent. But what piece of advice would you give to someone who's probably like ten years behind us, who is trying to figure out, who's trying to think about how they actually learn about themselves, but also how they can apply what they learn about themselves to how they show up at work? Do you have any advice to give? To someone based off of your own lived experience, Shan. Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, okay. Oh, you told you go first. Tells, no, oh, tells go for it. it. Yeah, I know okay. you. No pressure. Um, it's a journey, not a destination. Don't think that you're ever going to complete it at any one time. And also, be kinder to yourself in terms of when you feel like maybe you've disappointed yourself or not stood up for yourself the way that you wish you could have. Listen, in this life, nobody gets that right 100% of the time. The important thing is just to take a step back from it, assess where you could have done better and do it the next time round. And um, because I think a lot of us, especially as women, we kind of are almost automatically configured, almost I say, because it's not applicable to everyone, to be quite um, judgmental of ourselves and quite, um, yeah. what's the word? There's another word That's as hard. well. It's like harder on ourselves, but you're right. There's like a more cleaner word for it, but the principle. Yeah, exactly. Critical. We're critical of ourselves and maybe because we're given a sort of role to live up to and things like that. So I'd say that for sure. And I'd say um, be really practical about it. This is going back to what Shan said just a few moments ago. There's knowing yourself and then there's practically taking steps to kind of... um, solidify yourself within yourself and the only way to do that yeah only way to do that is to literally hold self-assessments with yourself they can be as often or as rare as you want them to be they can be quarterly six monthly yearly in that time think about what it is you want in life and how you get there what are the practical steps to get there and just make sure you've got goals to work towards yeah 
That's really good. That's really, really I, good. I would take a step back from that because I feel like some of that, I agree. I feel like some of that is career mapping. But like on a real practical step, and I've been really fortunate to have some really good mentors and I am going to shout out man like Kez James. He was my first supervisor when I went into youth work while I was like studying youth work whilst at uni. And um he had said to me like yeah. it freaking irks me that we didn't chat at uni. It irks me. No <laughs> Sorry, end. babes. Well you guys say at the same time. And there's only two black people. Yeah. But the fact exactly. that I didn't know her, it just irks. Sometimes I do think of I was like, maybe she was mean to me. I thought that uni had a few black people. Yeah. You know what it was? I was working. I was doing working. shifts at B and Q. I was not mingling yeah. with the rich kids at LSE, bro. Even me, she calls you rich. No, but I know. But I was working at Tottenham Hotspurs and Arsenal and doing catering work. I do you know I fibbed to them and told West them I, um, yeah. I made them give me Fridays off so I could work. I was like, I can't do lectures on. Friday. Honestly, well, both of us okay. weren't on campus then. Yeah, all right. But we're going to lecture. Four-hour lecture. Four-hour was it class and then out I've just been I'm, maybe I'm making stuff up I'm like there's no way I didn't know about because you're only a year older than me and we know people like the same people so I don't know Sad. we could have been friends from but, um, anyway go I'm ahead sorry. Sorry. we're here now I'm here, we're here now but yeah um so one of my earliest mentors Kez he sat me down and he said take um so we had weekly supervision and he said, take a moment or interaction with a young person that stands out to you. So I told him a story or something that happened that week. And he said, tell me about why you responded in that way. And he asked me why about 10 times. But why? And it was like, I don't know, silly things like, because I care. But why do you care? But why, but why respond like that and not like that? But why, but why, but why, but why, but why? And I think... That's when I, I kind of got to a point, like, then I was reflecting on the other adults in my life, like the way my nan talks to me, the way maybe, like, my mum hasn't spoken to me in some instances. And I think, like, that question of why was just so powerful in understanding myself. Um, and that can be about any decision or interaction you make. So if you're someone who journals, for example, if something is ruffling your feathers you know the but why but why but why and even with careers that we're pursuing when you think about perhaps people who maybe have pursued academic careers but really they want to be a creative when you go to the but why it could be because they've come from deprivation and they're trying to avoid that lack and so they're trying to financially secure themselves because of their previous experience and again that's what I mean like is then your why, your knowing yourself, like a, a part of you or is it a part of your makeup and the other people around you in that? Are you making decisions because of your context, your nurturing, as opposed to naturally deep down inside, this is how I am? Are you defensive because I've always had to stick up for myself? Or, you know, are you a people pleaser because you feel like your needs were never met? It's not easy work. These are not easy questions to ask yourself, but the but why is a good practical tool. But why? I feel like that's a skit from, um, what's that comedy <laughs> show with Tom Mucci? There's a character in that always does. 
Oh my gosh, no, 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 I have to say it. I can't remember what the name of the show is, but basically there's a character in it. And it's this um, guy is masquerading as this Nigerian guy. And I feel like he's always calling people up to scam them out of money. And then <laughs> they don't accept his calls. And he's like, what, why? <laughs> right, now you need to find that because we need context. But anyway. I know. <laughs> Yeah, but I get what Holes. you mean. I think that's really good, actually. I kind of get frustrated because I'm like, but I've already answered the question, so I ask me the same question again. But you're right. You do have to ask why and why and why and why and continue. But that's the whole point of self-knowledge and knowing thyself, understanding why you do, understanding your motivations and aligning that with your moral sense of will and duty. It's, it's giving grand rising. Let me tell you something. Greetings and salutations. You know? Get your crystals and that, new moon and that. Come on, burn the sage. Positive energy, burn the sage, do the chants, cock up your leg, do the yoga. Align the chakras. Exactly. Because when you leave your house, it's actually a madness out there. So whatever you warfare, spiritual warfare. It's physical warfare. What do you mean? So whatever you need to do that works for you as part of knowing yourself to sustain yourself, you know, I am um, an advocate. And um, the last question I want to ask, I had a few more, but we can't be here all day. That's what I want to ask is personality tests. Like, would you do one? Have you done one when you did it? Did you agree with it? Me, I did a personality test. I did the, the personality test on 16personalities.com. And I was like, how dare... Myers-Briggs. Yeah, how Myers dare... Myers-Briggs one. Myers-Briggs. Thank you very much, Shan. How dare an algorithm try and tell me about myself? I was so angry. Oh, it's true though, isn't it? But it's oh, true though. Definitely. Let me try and find who it's I am. It's a good one. I'm an INPFG, INFJFP, something, something. What's that? What's that? The letters, because you've got four letters, your combination of introvert, extrovert, something, something, something. I'm making it up here. It's many years ago. To answer your question, I've had to do it sometimes for work. I find them interesting. Um, I do think majority of them have actually been um, quite correct. But obviously, I feel like it's with love languages. You do it today, you get one result. Do it in two years' time or three years' time, you yeah, get a different result. result. Yeah. So, I agree with that as well. Yeah. yeah. The other the the other thing I, I practice as a coach is this one thing knowing, and it's fine if it's a reflection. My follow-up question is, and how happy are you with that? Because that's where that's you make the change. It's one thing for me to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a caring person and I do this test and all the questions that I answer allow it to validate the person that I am. But do you know what? Yes, I am who I am. But with growth, like, I can also have some autonomy who I continue to be or become. So if you're not happy with that, you can change it. Like you, you can't just go around saying I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. And and what that means in reality is that you're taken for a, a dickhead. Yeah, or you're taken for granted. I'm a campaigner. If you want to change it, change it. <laughs> I'm a campaigner and I'm not changing it. I love being a campaigner. I love What's everything. that? <clears throat> I'm not going to read it out because I'm not going to bore you, but I'll send you the link. Mm. But basically a campaigner, as far as I'm concerned, through my lens and lens and lived experience. Oh pretty- wait, I think I was like an architecture or something like that. I used to take pictures of these res- the results of these things so I could remember them basically, for God knows what. Inspiring, caring, 
you know, I'm, you know, I get excited about new ideas and stuff like that. I'm a nice person to work with. I am bossy. But... I found it. Oh no, I don't know what. what Do you know test what? This, is. this actually just came up for me at work. Weird today. Two Did hours, I finish? Two hours ago. Wait. Wait. Can we just hold space, Tolls? Can you just hold space? No, hold space for me because I was talking. I was talking. <laughs> I got my personality type is adventurer. I guess I guess shouting at people. Dash A. He's assertive. Assertive. All right, go on. Go on. Tolls, we're holding space for you. Actually, no, we shouldn't laugh because that's actually quite a serious phrase. I've I've just said it just now. I don't know what, but I need to Google what it means. Dan, have you done your one? Adventurer. I'm going to do mine again. I haven't done mine recently, but I was saying I, this literally came up about two hours ago at work because I was testing some content yeah. with a, with my Our Youth Advisory Board. Um, and they had said, because we've placed um, some sort of version of a personality test in a year 10 lesson. Year yeah. 10 is for 15 year olds, for people who aren't sure. Um, and they were like, this is brilliant. I def- They were a bit older than 15. They were 18 plus. But they were like, I definitely would have appreciated this for my... 15 year old self so the universe is telling me go and do your your Myers-Briggs because it's come up twice in the last three hours for me no it's 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 the 16 personalities so I found out what is an adventure ISFP is a person with introverted observant feeling and prospecting personality traits they tend to have open minds approaching life new experiences and people with grounded warmth their ability to stay in the moment helps them uncover exciting potentials I'm not lying yes it's me but also I feel like it's gassing me up like do you know what I mean I'm meant to gas you up you're not meant to you're not meant to look at your your personality it's like horoscope isn't it (laughs) horoscope I don't want to say horoscope is not accurate, but I feel like there is a lot to be said about horoscopes and where you get your horoscopes from. Um, I don't mm. doubt it to give an example, but I know that if I'm picking up Hello magazine and it's got horoscope <laughs> in the back, I'm not paying attention. Sometimes <laughs> that horoscope you to take back your man. Your man is a piece of trash. Do you know what I mean? Lows. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I say I don't believe in horoscope, but then I'll be the person saying I was born in the year of the tiger, and that's my suspicious oh. Chinese animal. So, boy. <laughs> but anyway, um, this has been a really nice episode. I feel like I've learned a lot more about you guys as well, which is also a bonus for me. Um, and also I hope that people who are listening, who are just having conversations with them, feel comfortable to have conversations with themselves about how to get to know yourself. And I just want to reiterate, like Toll said, that it's a journey, not a destination. And it's something that needs consistent check-ins and thinking about. But ultimately, I think we can agree that the more you know yourself, the more and you're confident who you are, you can show up in all areas, but specifically in work, and I believe have a better lived experience, whether that means dashing your whole, not dashing, but changing your whole career, or alternatively being true to yourself and taking time to figure out what's best for you, I think it's a benefit. So I don't know if anyone else has anything else to add, but I think taking the time to know yourself is a big part of working on yourself, aka working on me in 2023. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely agree. You said it so well I have nothing to mm-hmm. add now you're going to do the social media for me because you know you know so let us know <laughs> how you are working on me in 2023 let us know how well you know thyself tell us what your Myers-Briggs um personality okay. results were and you can do that via our socials on Instagram 
Instagram using the handle at BWWPodcastUK. You can also find us by searching Black Women Working on LinkedIn. Visit our website, the three W's, blackwomenworking.com. And for a more personal touch, as we say, we always appreciate it. We have such valuable insights shared via our emails, which is blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. Thank you so much. See, I knew myself. And in that moment, I knew I wasn't going to do as good of a job on the social media. You know what that is? Growth. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. It's, it's the meme. It's the meme from um what do you call it? What what what? The one with Issa Rae, that show. What's it called? Oh Kelly. And she's doing yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. Italian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I miss that show. Are we doing it <laughs> or a different show that, that touches our hearts in the same way? But anyway, ladies, thank you so much for this conversation. Shan, thank you for doing the social media. And remember, tell a friend, listeners, tell a friend to tell a friend. Please like and subscribe, follow all of our pages. Just follow us, in it? Just follow, 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 follow on every platform because we're trying to grow. We're trying to meet, reach new people. So we'd really, really appreciate your support. And I think that's it. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Bye. Ciao.